Well, hello and welcome. Thank you for joining Dragons and Demons Real Motivation Podcast. This first episode is going to be a little bit more about why I chose to do this, why I'm excited for this, kind of what it took for me to get into this mind state, not so much the facts. There will be a lot of information, a lot of research that is going to go into this little project of mine. But for now, this is just about why I chose this, what self-discovery took me to this place, and what I'm excited about and what I hope it will bring for me. So this first episode, uh, first off, let me start with, my name is Kevin Perry. I am a career educator. I am now an assistant principal in Maryland. I was a head football coach for 10 years, eight years, football coach for 10. Uh, Currently, I'm very into bodybuilding, powerlifting, um, strength training, fitness, nutrition, motivation, self-discovery. The list goes on and on as I kind of hone in on the things that I enjoy the most. I have a long background, which I've I've kind of dove into a lot of different parts as far as the the drive and motivation and, and what it takes to get people moving. But in the end, I'm very excited to try this out. This first episode is about slaying the dragon. And I know that has some connotations. And if you look it up on different areas, it's got a whole bunch of different meanings. But this has a specific meaning to me. This first episode is going to be broken into five parts. Part one, introduction. And that's what we're going into first. So why I named it this way, what it looks like, and where does it go from here? So again, I explained a little bit about who I am. I am 34. I come from a a loving family. My father passed away when I was in high school. I've got an older brother, younger sister. My mom is still around and she's healthy and well and a huge motivator for me. I have a beautiful wife and two kids, two boys, and I'm just one of those people who's trying to figure out what it takes, figure out life and figure out where this thing goes. While I've had success and I've, I've would consider myself a successful person, there's some accolades that I still want to get to. And there's some accolades that I have that most people don't. Um, there's nothing specific that, that to me, myself, that shouts out that I am this superhuman. I'm great. I, I'm just an average person that likes to work hard which might be a rarity in itself nowadays, but that's kind of the way I look at myself is I'm nothing special, but I will outwork anyone that I cross, or at least I will try. Where am I from? I'm from Downingtown, Pennsylvania. And now I live down here in Maryland. What brought me down here was education and teaching. And So let me dive into the journey a little bit and why we're headed this way. So I was a long time, I dedicated my life and and I kind of obsess over the things that had come across me in my life. When I was a first year teacher, second year teacher, I got into coaching and some things happened and I kind of had the head coaching job for a high school football team fall into my lap. Now, was I a shoe in for the job? Had it been an interview process? Absolutely not. I was a second year coach. I was 24 years old, but I was gifted an opportunity and I took it and ran with it as fast as I could. I did everything I could to learn the job on the job as fast as I can could while also benefiting the kids around me. 
that's what it was always about. To me, it was never about being the state championship coach because I didn't know what that took. I didn't know how to get there. To me, it was all about the kids in front of me and trying to give them the best experience that I could. <laughs> While there were a lot of struggles and, and building a staff and trusting other adults to, to work with me and, and gaining support from the kids and the families, there was a lot of hard work that went into that. And again, where I prided myself was the relationships I built and, and the opportunity that I gave the student athletes in front of me. I wasn't going to go out there and outcoach the coach across from me. As a matter of fact, that first, second, third year, I got my ass handed to me regularly. Our biggest loss was 77 to zero. So all the people that want to complain about running up the scores, I've been on both sides of it. At the end of the day, it, it just comes down to the kids you got in front of you. <clears throat> While I dedicated my life at that time, I gave everything I had to coaching and to teaching. And that's kind of what a, a theme that I saw throughout my life. When I was in middle school and high school, I dedicated everything I have to being the best football player I could. I, I thought I was going to the NFL. Five foot nine, so probably wasn't going to happen for me. <clears throat> my dad passed away when I was a senior in high school, so that kind of opened up my eyes. But what I saw then was this weird feeling of I can't slow down. So my dad passed away. The world slowed to a stop for about a week while we mourned his passing. We did all of the funeral things. And to me, that was the worst point of my life, not because of his death, because of my life slowing down. And as soon as we got, so my dad passed away on a Wednesday, we took off the rest of that week from school. I was back in school by the following Monday. We, we expected my dad's illness to take over. I was back in school by the following Monday. From that point to this very day, I don't remember stopping at all. I've been full speed ahead in whatever career, whatever hobby, whatever interest, whatever thing I've been doing, I've been full speed ahead and haven't had any opportunity or care to look back. I had that opportunity not too long ago. <clears throat> so after that, I went into college football and from there I went to, I, I didn't work out for me. Wasn't the greatest, wasn't very good. It just stop being an opportunity that I was really trying to seek out. After that, I got a part-time job, got into bodybuilding and, and focused on my degree. And I was super dedicated to bodybuilding. I changed my life to fit the bodybuilding schedule. After that, I got into student teaching and teaching and coaching. And that's when football came back full speed, nonstop football. That's all I, I thought about. Again, I have a super supportive wife who I love dearly and she had my back the whole time, but there was nothing, I was so blinded by what I was trying to get in front of me that I missed what was happening behind me and to me personally. So throughout that time, being a head coach, I went from being this bodybuilder who was on stage and this powerlifter who was super competitive. And it was about seven years ago when my oldest was born and life just got busier. Or six years ago, he was born, but seven years ago when we got pregnant, we started preparing for him. So life just got super busy. My, my diet fell apart. Taking care of myself fell apart. I, I kind of, I lost that, that step athletically when, when you're running around with the high school football kids, I lost it. And then things just started to pile up. 
the schedule, the the stress of of being putting myself in a situation where I had to be successful. We had to win. We had to win. We had to win. The world hits and and a pan a global pandemic comes crashing in. And and my health wasn't the greatest. I mean, I wasn't like going to the hospital every other week, but I did not feel healthy. I was overweight, very miserable about that. And the world shut down. And that's when things really started to slow down for me. During the pandemic, everyone was shutting their house. I didn't have football to be running out there with kids and, and distracting myself. I had myself, my wife, my my kid, and my basement full of weights. And I, and I kind of had begun the self-reflection phase without realizing what I was getting into. <clears throat> and then we had two amazing football seasons. Uh, not the, the pandemic happened in... April, March, April of 2020, we did have an abbreviated football season. Then it was not successful. But then that following fall, we went 10 and two. We went to the state semifinals. So we were two games out from the state championship. Coming from a team who got spanked 77-0 and went one and nine for multiple years and was praying for just one win. That was an amazing accomplishment. I did not have hardly any fun during that season. It was super stressful. Winning is hard and and it gets harder and harder and harder the more you do it. But I was also putting so much pressure on myself to try and maintain this, this staff that I had established, the the kids and this profile I had in the school was so important for me to keep that aura about me. So we had that season very successful. The following season, we went nine and oh during the regular season. We win our first playoff game. We get to the next playoff game. We lose. It was 10. We lost. Uh, we went 10 and one that year. Lost in the second round to a team we beat earlier that year. <sighs> that game still kills me because our whole team had the flu. We could have won that one, and that would have been our year. We would have went to states. I mean, it's it's easy to say now. We could have probably went to states looking at the teams and the opponents and the people we played the year before. That should have been our year. But it wasn't. <clears throat> and and that was the year where this all started. So at the end of that season, I had the opportunity to change my career, and I became assistant principal. When you're assistant principal, you cannot coach. So I had to finish out that season. I got the opportunity to finish out that season. Very thankful because that was an awesome season. It was a great way to go out. And then December hit, and that was when it was decision time. And the decision was easy for me. I mean, initially, the decision was easy. I had to sit back and think about my career and my family. It was time. I had two kids at home who I barely saw during the football season. I had a wife who was trying her best to keep it all together. I get 10 wins. It's our last season. I kind of knew it about midway through the season that that was probably a wrap for me, but the kids didn't know. The other coaches weren't sure. (laughs) So that season stops. I make my decision that December to call it a coaching career. And that was when it really, really hit me. Uh, The summer prior to that, I had competed in a powerlifting meet. I benched 570 in a meet, 585 here in my home gym. And I set a state record, my second state record. I was 322 pounds. And I was using strength and I was using my aura that I had created about me as a cover for my insecurities. 
<clears throat> so here I was finishing football knowing it was the end. And at that time I was probably 295, around 300 pounds. And again, I'm only five, nine, so I shouldn't carry that much weight. So I make the transition. I, I, I tell my people that I'm, I'm leaving. I'm not going to be coach anymore. I'm tell the kids. And that was heartbreaking. But again, those kids are resilient. They've been through a lot. They were able to bounce back and they had a pretty successful year this year too. But after that, I had that weird reflection of now I'm not going to work every day and then staying for four or five hours afterwards for football stuff. I had all this free time and I just didn't know what to do with myself. I was looking for the next thing. I started my doctorate right away because I thought that was next and I hated it. I was miserable. I finished two classes. I still have two A's. I'm still kind of in the program. Not sure if I'm going to continue it, but I didn't know what to do. And, and this is when my mental health really started to deteriorate. Um, I was never in a place where I didn't think life was worth living. I was never in a place where I, I thought about hurting myself. I just, I was in a place where I was super fat and out of shape, hated the way my life turned out. If 21 year old me, who was a bodybuilder saw me now, he would kick my ass and I'd probably let him because that's how depressed I was. And again, spinning the circles, trying to find where to put all my energy and my time. I, I didn't know who to turn to. So I did have a conversation with one of my dear friends, um, coworker of mine, John Bonder. He is a PE teacher at our school. He was also our stat statistician for football, but a really good friend. Um, and he said something to me that started this whole journey, started this whole thought process that really got this ball rolling. And when I told him, I just, I don't know what to do after football. I, I, I dedicated everything to this. I don't know where to go next. And he said, you know, as men, we are just looking for the next dragon to slay. We are looking for the next dragon to slay. And my eyes probably got huge and I just had this thought of like, wow. So as a football player, my dragon was, I'm going to be the best football player I can, I can be. As a bodybuilder, I'm going to win. I'm going to do everything I can to be a bodybuilder. As a powerlifter, I'm going to break every record. I'm going to lift every weight. I don't care if I blow out my pecs. I'm going to do it. As a football coach, I'm giving everything. I gave my health, my family time, my children's lives of, the, of spending time with them. I gave that to my dragon is football. So here I am without a dragon. And this begins my journey. Slaying dragons and, and defeating the demons. So in the future, this will be an advertisement, but for now, check me out at coach P underscore news on my social media channels. I'm doing a 45 day challenge starting January 2nd or 1st, depending on how we feel after we wake up after uh, January 1st, feeling a little under the weather, 45 day challenge. Everyone can join along 45 days of perfection. If you slip up, you can pay back and get back on it. So if you're doing it based around a diet, 45 days of perfect. If you miss a meal, if you have a, a bad meal, if you have a bad night, if you ate that extra cookie that you didn't want to, go for a 10-minute walk, pay back the diet, get back on track. Do not cancel. Do not quit. Continue your 45 days. Pay it back and get ready. So here I am looking at my manhood and looking at slaying that next dragon. What is it going to be? So I'm looking at my doctoral program and looking at all the different ways my dissertation could go. 
with doctoral programs, the thing I don't like about it is it gets so concise and so focused and so narrow on your topic that it's just, it's not interesting to me. So if I was to study leadership among student athletes in this demographic, in this population for this amount of time during this time period, male and female, and it just gets so specific that it's not interesting to me anymore. And then all of the documentation you have to do and all of the bibliographies you have to do and all these annotated things that are just, you're paying all this money, you're spending all this time just to document somebody else's work. I want to do the work. I want to research. I want to read books. I want to talk to people. I want to have conversations. And I, I don't want to just study motivation in the guys who power lift like me. I want to study the people who run miles, thousands, hundreds of miles in, in a week. I want to study the people who have beaten cancer. I want to talk to the people that have built a business from nothing and now they're very successful. I want to talk to all those people and pick their brains. I don't just want to read the books and read the other dissertations that were written before me. So when Bodner told me every man is just looking for his next dragon to slay, that kind of sent my mind spiraling into this direction of what motivated me to want to be a bodybuilder, a power lifter, the best football coach I could be. Because it really was not about the X's and O's in football. And when, when I was studying to try and be the best football coach I could be, I would sit hip to hip with some of the best coaches in the county and try and pick their brain. And they'd be watching a football game. They'd be charting plays on a bar napkin in the middle of Buffalo Wild Wings. And it just never interested me. Of course, I'm a huge fan of the game. Of course, I'm a fan of the sport and, and what it has brought to me and what it brings to every young man who plays it. But that's not what it was about for me. For me, it was about all the people who told me that it was time to walk away because our program wasn't being successful. It was time to give up and give someone else the, the keys to the kingdom to save the program. No, I'm going to do it. I'm going to find the way to do it. Matter of fact, my first phone call when I got the job, because again, it was kind of thrown on me with right in the beginning of the season, I called someone, I'm not going to say their name, but I called someone who was a coach and was picking their brain, trying to create a, a kind of a mentor, a local mentor for me. And that person said to me something that I will never forget. And that's probably what sent me down that 10 year path of coaching was you are not going to be successful there. You might as well quit and work for someone who knows what they're doing. And my immediate response was, well, why don't I just learn as I do since the expectations aren't very high? Learn while I'm in the role. Well, that's one way you could do it, but I think you should learn from someone who's done, been on the job for a while. All right. Message received. Thank you. Don't call me anymore. And I moved on. And again, at that point, I dedicated everything I had to being the best I could be. And that's kind of always been a huge motivator for me. They, the saying of, make your haters your motivators has always been something that's kind of been behind me. So that was always my dragon. So, and, and I would have kids ask me, like I always did this every year to try and get to relationship established with the kids. I would always have a, a ask me anything, which wasn't even around as far as social media was concerned at the time. But I'd say, you got five questions, ask me anything you want. Nothing's off limits. As long as it's respectful and it's not gross, I will answer it. One of the first questions we got was from a kid, Danny Gray, quarterback, who was, uh, he was a pretty good high school quarterback. He wasn't great, and he didn't have the size and the arm talent, and he didn't have the, the intangibles. He wasn't super fast, but he was a good high school quarterback. And his first question was kind of like, wow, okay. 
he raised his hand and in front of the whole team, he asked, why are you still here? Why did you stick it out? Even though we went two and eight last year, we're one and nine, all the other coaches left. Why are you still here? I didn't have an answer initially. I kind of paused for a long time because I was like, that's so baffling for a high school kid to kind of think that I'm here because I want football shouldn't be like this for you. Football should be way better of an experience that kids in my high school are prideful to wear their jerseys. Kids graduating four years later, four years plus 10 years later, they're still going to the game wearing their letterman jackets. Kids were excited to wear their jersey on game day, even if they were never going to play. When I was the head coach that first year, kids were embarrassed to wear their jersey around school. Kids would get made fun of if they wore their jersey. I was fighting with kids every single day to wear their jersey. They'd get, leave them in their lockers because they didn't want to get seen wearing it. And then, of course, I got a couple of goofy questions to follow that up, but that's why I was there. It's because I was passionate about the experience. Again, it didn't matter about winning or losing. Of course, that was so much fun to win big games, tight games, but it wasn't about, I couldn't even tell you my record as a coach. I could probably sit down and write it out and do the math, but until people would tell me, I didn't even know or care. And I found this quote. Unless you slay the dragon soon, your troubles may become your doom. Dragons are a manifestation of things we fear. More often than not, those fears prove to be just as daunting and just as imaginary. Rochelle Goodrich. I mean, that, that right there says it all for me. Let me read that again. Unless you slay the dragon soon, your troubles may become your doom. Dragons are, are a manifestation of things we fear. More often than not, those fears prove to be just as daunting and just as imaginary. So unless you slay the dragon slew, your troubles may become your doom. Just that part alone. It was always about the chase. And now that I have a new chase, we're moving forward. Men need to have a mission. Or they feel inadequate. And during that time when I was trying to figure out what my life's mission was, I certainly felt inadequate. And usually I had some sort of physical aspect to back it up. So I was able to bench almost 600 pounds. So that was when I was able to be like, well, I don't really need that mission because I'm the strongest person you'll ever meet. But then that started to kind of lose itself because I didn't want to power lift anymore. I made it 585 pounds without a major surgery, which to me was the biggest accomplishment I could have had. I, I tweaked my pec in my competition and that could have been it. I could have needed surgery. So I had this mission fade away because I was, I lost interest in it. And then I had another one taken away from me because I, I needed to change my career path, which I'm not, again, it was a decision I made and I'm happy with. But I definitely felt inadequate. All that time I had spent eight years being the best head football coach, it meant it meant nothing anymore. And again, it got me the things I wanted in life, major accomplishments, yes. But all that time I spent, now I can't turn it into something. So I knew that was was true for me, that feeling of inadequate and, and depression and, and all those things kind of compiled together. That really hit home for me. So my dragons were football, my physical strength, career success. And now I'm on this new dragon of, I just want to live a happy, successful, 
fulfilling life. And, and a huge portion of that's going to be my wife, my kids, my physical fitness and my health and, and, the, and my career. I, I'm not going to allow one to outweigh the others. I'm going to build them all up together at the same time so that if I, if one of them falters or if I need to take a step back and reflect on one, the other ones are going to be strong enough to support me. Again, this is where I would throw in an ad. Still working on a couple sponsors. I have some opportunities, but in the meantime, check out my social media at coach P underscore knows 45 day challenge starting 2024. The first, the second, your call, but 45 days of perfection. Sounds like a lot. If your perfection is, I just want to do no junk food for 45 days, perfect, easy, perfect. If you want to cut out the sugar, if you want to go detailed as me and my wife and focus on the calories specifically that you're going to have during that time, beautiful. 45 days is a lot. The first three weeks, you're really going to start to build up to that point of man, I'm seeing some progress. The second three weeks, the the four, 24 days remaining is when you're going to gain all the accomplishments that you're really excited about before you actually plan this out. 45 days does sound like a lot, but if you slip up, you buy it back. Do a 10-minute walk. If you have a cookie at work and you're, oh, I shouldn't have done that, go home, walk 10 minutes, cancels out. The next day, stay on your path. A lot of resolutions fall apart in the first 10 days because people just can't stick it out. Pay the diet back, get back on track. Unsaid. So dragons and demons has a two-part connotation. The demons part is the unsaid part. So this is looking over your shoulder. This is the doom that we talked about earlier. This is the feeling of worthlessness. This manifests in depression. This is things that men and, and people, but specific, more specifically men, do not talk about. I'll tell you right now, there's conversations with my wife where she knows something's bothering me. I can't say it. I don't have the, and it's the, I will not hide anything from my wife. We've been together since we were 14 years old. She knows everything about me, but there's things that I just can't, I don't have the strength to say. So it's this unsaid thing in masculine culture and, and part of being a man, you're, you're raised and, and I'm guilty of it sometimes too. When I tell my kids, you're fine, get up, you're, you're raised to push certain things to the side and let your, your masculinity, your manhood, your strength, your physical condition, everything kind of come to the front. And, and I'm not opposed to it. If, if I'm having an off day, if I'm a little upset about something, if I'm feeling if I'm feeling uh, upset, if, if I'm feeling sad about something, like I, I'm not going to live in that. I'm not going to thrive in that. And I certainly won't bring anybody down with me. I'm going to let my physical strength kind of push through that. I'm going to let my emotional strength push through that. That's just the type of person I am. And I'm not saying it's the right way. A lot of people can't handle that. Some people can. It's just the way I deal with it. There are some real values to be learned. A couple of things that I've learned, you need an outlet. You need a healthy outlet. Mine has always been physical fitness or working out. Um, some people can go, and, and I've been able to do this before, just get hit the sticks, get on some video games and tune everything out for a couple hours and just 
be a different person for a couple hours and, and those things kind of, they, they get pushed behind you. Talking to someone else. I mean, there are times when I talk to people, when I talk to Johnny, John Bodner about what I was doing next. There's times when I talk to my brother, who's my best friend. He was a father figure for me for, for most of my life. There's times when I, I had a, a recent death as a close friend of mine and called another friend of mine and I haven't talked to him in probably four or five years. And I was on the phone with him for like an hour, just catching up and, and letting things go a little bit. You don't have to keep everything cooped up and it's, it's okay to show your stressors a little bit. It's not a point of weakness to show that you're stressed out or frustrated. How you go about doing that is important though. The most important part in all of these things is when it comes to demons and things that are holding you back is not to let them jump out in front of you and change your path. All these things that happen are behind you. Immediately they're behind you. They're all history. The best way to overcome is to move forward. And and it's the same thing I try and get across to my children. It's the same thing you get across. I mean, the, the perfect analogy is a football play. Kid makes a terrible play. Something happens. That kid is frustrated for the next three plays. How does he handle that? Does that kid make three more mistakes? Or does he look at it and say, this mistake will never happen again? And, and they might play a little more on the conservative side. They might be a little more cautious. But they're going to address that in the only way they know how. Not letting it happen again. That's what we have to do in life. If, I'm, if I was frustrated at 290... My my avenue was sometimes I would go and eat a gallon of ice cream. It was delicious. It filled something. Not the right thing, but it filled something in me. But that just made that just kind of made it worse. One thing as a as a man and as a leader you need to be really careful of is not letting that negativity spread to everyone. So when things happen and you're frustrated and upset, do you turn that into poor treatment of other people? Are you going to, when people ask, are you all right? What's going on? And you're just like, no, life sucks. Everything's miserable. I'm I'm frustrated. I I don't want to be here anymore. Are you the type of person where you're going to be like, I'm fine. Let's go. What's next? And you're moving forward. And again, we're not shoving that thing behind us. We're not we're not, um, how did I say it earlier? We're not just pushing that thing to the side. We're not just ignoring it. We're not, we will address it, but at the time, at the moment to keep everybody else around you afloat, I'm fine. Let's keep moving forward. Let's do our jobs. Let's continue working out. Let's continue eating the right way. Let's continue our job the way we're supposed to, and let's keep moving forward. Let's not dwell on the history. Let's not dwell on the negative. Let's move forward, keep it positive, and keep it up, upbeat. So balance is key. Gritting your teeth through it and not letting your problems kill you is important, but again, it's all got to be done in the right balance. If you're one of those that grits your teeth just to get through it, and then you keep it there and you don't address that problem, then you're going to be stuck in that rut for a very long time. 
And those demons that I'm talking about, those are the things that are going to recirculate in your life. They're going to come back up. They're going to resurface again, and they're going to keep eating at you until you move forward. And again, comparing to things in my life, and and I was never in a super, like I said, I was never going to hurt myself. I was never in a self-destructive mode other than gaining weight. My demons were trying to use this outlet of physical strength and oh, I'm gaining on purpose and, and working my way up to 322 pounds, force feeding myself because that was the only way I knew how to attack this, uh, this depression was to keep trying to move forward in something. I mean, there were nights when I was eating a gallon of ice cream and drinking chocolate milk, a gallon of chocolate milk every day, 322 pounds. Once I realized that that was the problem, that was the biggest thing that needed to change. And it was not easy. It it was a huge transition for me. But that was my demon was something that was trying to make something out of nothing and trying to accomplish something that normal people couldn't get to. But I was under a hidden guise of this is what it was a much easier path to me. Um, Gaining a bunch of weight was much easier than doing anything else that, that required work. I mean, I'm almost at the same strength I was and I'm almost a hundred pounds lighter. So it's something that I could have accomplished without gaining all that weight. But again, the weight gain was what I thought was necessary at the time was really one of my demons coming up to eat me up. Ad drop normally an advertisement for now at Coach P underscore knows, come find me on social media, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, or you can find me on Facebook. I'm doing a 45-day challenge. The wife is joining me. We're going to do everything we can perfectly for 45 days. We'll be tracking our progress. We'll be posting our progress. Really excited to see how I turned out. I just finished a 30-day challenge, and it went great, and I can't wait to see what 45-day days does to me, and I can't wait to see my wife and how confident she can grow out of 45 days. So at Coach P underscore knows, follow along, join up, or start your own 45-day challenge if you're interested. So filling in the blanks, my, my darkest times, my most depressing times, usually revolved around finding my next dragon. <clears throat> when football started to kind of be a distant thing for me, that seemed like that was not kind of fulfilling that need to to chase that dragon. It wasn't fulfilling that need of slaying that next dragon. That was when I, I filled that gap with something else. I filled it with food that, that depression was slid aside with, with a, a gallon of party cake, Turkey Hill ice cream. And I was moving towards another goal. I spiraled, I stuttered, I sputtered, I fell apart. And, and again, it was my physical health that was gone. When I was in, I was in college. I was a 21-year-old bodybuilder on stage. Took third in a competition, shredded six-pack. You name it, I was proud to have it. And and I lived that lifestyle for about three years. I was eating chicken and rice, and I had a six-pack constantly, and I had vascularity. And then here I am at 322, not knowing what direction my life is going in. I I, I couldn't breathe. I couldn't tie my shoes. It, it was bad and it was scary. And, and I had what I called awake apnea. I'd be sitting in a chair choking because I couldn't breathe from the weight of, of I put on on my chest and my, my shoulders. 
it was terrifying. And I could see how people can get stuck in that. And it's easy to just stay there and not fix it. I had to reshape my mission. <clears throat> I had to fix where, what my dragon was. No, I wasn't out there to chase football championships and, and high school football was done for me. And, and I'm still involved to, in, in, at this time in a way, but I'm not chasing championships anymore. Now I'm chasing a whole new dragon. And that dragon is, is this it's the self-discovery. It's, it's a fitness self-discovery. It's a, it's just this whole journey. It's finding what motivates me, finding what motivates people, putting those things together and presenting them to other people. So that's where this is headed. I wrote this down as I was writing the script for this. Nothing will stop me from slaying this next dragon. No demon, no hater. It is on. And I believe that. So the, the next step in this journey is to continue finding where this path is, is going to take me and what I need it to, to cover on the way. What I'm looking forward to is to discover more about myself and find more about how to motivate myself. And then I plan on sharing that with everybody else, everybody who wants to listen. You're going to get a little free piece of what I can put together. And if that's one person out of 20 that listen to this and you're like, man, this is exactly what I needed to hear. If I'm to break it down directly, <clears throat> the sole reason I wanted to create this avenue, this journey was if I could put together the recipe or a few statements or one phrase to help the person I was months ago or years ago to get me out of that rut. This is what it's all about. When my dad was sick and dying and could barely walk and Tuesday was his bad day. If I could go back in time and take a couple sentences out of this podcast and share it with my dad on his worst day and cheer him up and make him smile. If this could go back to me when I was 322 pounds and make me put down that chocolate milk, and, and punch myself in the face for not spending more time with my kids and not looking my wife in the face and thanking her for everything she's ever done for our family. That's what I want for this podcast. <clears throat> That's what I want for this journey. That's what I want for this mission. If it helps one person today, it's a win. And I'm telling you right now, it's helping me already. So this isn't going away. I would love to be able to get this to a place where it helps everybody that listens to it. And, and if I can share something with anybody, that's what it's all about. So I've already kind of been all over social media, sharing a lot of positive things and sharing kind of how this journey started, where it's going. I've been sharing <clears throat> kind of different themes throughout the days and I will be more active on there. And I've already gotten so much feedback, which is just the fuel that I need to keep this thing going. So I, it, it's as little as, Hey man, I really like what you're doing on there. Keep it up. And there's some people that text me on the side. They're like, how do you do it? How do you do this? How do you do that? There's some people that are asking me for direct advice on their diet needs. And, and there's people that are asking me for their workout needs and nothing in this world is free. I'm going to keep these things free as long as I possibly can. I'm only one person. So I'm helping as many as I can at this time. 
this journey, dragons and demons, is is my new. This is my life, and and you'll see as we break it into further episodes. I got about four or five that are more self reflective, and before I jump into the content, but this is the foundation for my relationship with my wife, my kids, my physical well being, my physical fitness, my health, uh, growing into my career and other confidences that I need moving forward. I'm going to share it all with you. Anyone who wants to listen, anyone who wants to watch, you're going to get everything I got. And if it turns into a dud again, this is helping me already just having talking to this camera and I'm excited to see where it goes. So the next episode is going to be about building a strong castle and having a foundation for it. And that's going to be built a little bit about around the relationship and the physical part of just being healthy enough to have these thoughts and have these things progress. These episodes are going to drop Tuesday mornings, starting January 2nd, of course. The first season, I guess, the first four or five or six episodes, I haven't written them all yet, are going to be self-reflective, kind of about where I'm taking this journey and where I want it to go. Maybe throwing in a couple stories on on different things that I've accomplished and different things that I didn't accomplish and different things that I want to accomplish. And then after that, that's when it's really going to get fun. That's when I already have a stack of books to read. I already have three or four people that I really want to interview and bring in their, their motivational factors and their different things. I'm pumped. Well, that's all the time I have for today. I hope you really enjoyed this first one. They're only going to get better as we go. Thank you for joining me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If it didn't quite fit what you wanted, please let me know. I'll find a way to squeeze in what you're looking for. And if there's not some little thing you you can take from this, run with it. Attack that demon and slay that dragon. That's all I got for today. Thank you for joining me. We'll see you again next week. I'm out.